the Memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my mother. To you I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in your mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. All across the Gulf South, it's 7 a.m. Time to wake up on Catholic Community Media. Good morning, you're listening to Wake Up. On this beautiful Monday morning, you are tuning your heart to the truth. I'm Gabby Smith, along with the one and only Damian Collado. Damian, how did I get so lucky? Good morning. Oh, good morning <laughs> to you. Yes. Uh, how was your weekend, young lady? Oh my gosh, it was incredible. My parents are in town, so we're oh, having a great time. That's the nice. Early stop. Thanksgiving, isn't it? Yeah. Well, good yeah, for you. Yeah, how about you? Oh, uh, pretty relaxed for a change, and so I uh, got to mm. enjoy that as well as we get ready for the holidays, because we know they'll get a little mm-hmm. wild and crazy, to say the least, at least in my Italian yes. household it does. And uh, so we're going to always start our day with prayer on this uh, 20th day of November, the week leading into uh, Thanksgiving. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Gracious God, you filled the heart of Philippine Duchesne with charity and missionary zeal and gave her the desire to make you known among all peoples. Fill us with your honor and her memory today with the same love and zeal to extend your kingdom to the ends of the earth. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Rose Philippine, pray for us. Pray for us. We will learn more about St. Rose later on during our Saint of the Day, but we have a jam-packed show starting off at 7 after with Tommy Moran. He's a president of Good Shepherd School in New Orleans, and he is going to be talking about their upcoming gala that helps support their school. In 18 minutes, Mario Costabile joins us. He is the executive producer of Array of Hope Channel, and today he's talking about a new documentary focusing on vocations. So looking forward to speaking to Mario about this. In 35 minutes, Catherine Wider joins us. She's a communications, or she is the communications coordinator of Catholic Charities in the Diocese of Baton Rouge. And today she's going to be discussing their Adopt a Family campaign during during Christmas. So with Catholic Charities, looking forward to that. We discuss this every year and it helps so many families during this time. So looking forward to getting more information from Catherine. And in 48 minutes, get your colored pencils out because Sister Mary Joseph Peterson of the Daughters of St. Paul will be talking about a new coloring book called What Child Is This? A Coloring Book for Prayer and Meditation. So uh, looking forward to speaking to Sister Mary Joseph Peterson. So if you have someone in your family who loves coloring books, then maybe this is the perfect Christmas gift for them. So looking forward to these wonderful guests, Damien. And looking yeah. forward to your weather report. Oh, you have the coloring oh, book. There it is, right here. You have it. 
I might get started before <laughs> nice. uh, we even get to the interview. But uh, we have the book nice. right here. Uh, well, as Very far nice. as weather goes, plan on it being a wet day at least come mid-afternoon as a cool front is heading our way, bringing thunderstorms ahead of it. And it could bring one to one and a half inches of rain. Some of those thunderstorms could be severe. A lot of the severe weather, though, looks like it'll be north of the Baton Rouge area in the uh, upper part of Louisiana. Winds are going to be south-southeast at about 10 to 15 miles an hour, but it won't last long because um, once the, the high being 81, once that cold front moves through, the temperatures are going to start dropping and it's going to get rather chilly. Uh, the rain should be gone this time tomorrow morning. At least we hope so. And it will be a lot cooler with winds out of the north at 10 to 15 miles an hour. High is going to be 65 and low is going to be 48. Temperatures in and around the area right now, 62 degrees in Homa Thibodeau as well as Baton Rouge. It's 63 in Gulfport, 59 in Covington, New Orleans, warming up rather quickly. It's 68 degrees there. It's almost five after the hour on this Monday morning. Time to get up, get going, get started. Uh, we have the gospel and more coming your way on this Monday morning on Wake Up. I'm Father Chris Decker, and today's gospel is taken from Luke chapter 18. As Jesus approached Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging. And hearing a crowd going by, he inquired what was happening. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. He shouted, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. The people walking in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he kept calling out all the more, son of David, have pity on me. Then Jesus stopped and ordered that he be brought to him. And when he came near, Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? He replied, Lord, please let me see. Jesus told him, Have sight, your faith has saved you. He immediately received his sight and followed him, giving glory to God. When they saw this, all the people gave praise to God. Chris Decker for today's gospel. It is a passy hour on Wake Up. We have so many events happening in our listening area, but I Give Catholic is one that is so important to so many schools, organizations, parishes, and it's happening on Giving Tuesday, which is next Tuesday. 24 hours online, 24 hour online day of giving, and you donate it to church parishes and school organizations uh, during this giving season. So uh, look forward to that next week. And it's actually advanced giving right now. So How do they uh, give, you can Gabby? go and donate. I, what, what do they do? They go yeah. online and just click a couple of buttons? Or, or is that easy? Yeah, it's a... It's, totally online so you go to igivecatholic.org and you search your organization and you search your parish it's super easy to find uh, but actually Damien we're participating in I Give Catholic so you can search Catholic Community Media and also other organizations in our listening area as well so you can give right now and okay. your card won't be charged until the actual giving day which is Giving Tuesday November the 28th Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's a perfect opportunity to give back. And there's also another event, Damien, that you have, uh, Las Posadas, that's happening yeah. at Cypress Springs. Yeah, because mm -hmm. of your Spanish heritage, this is right up your alley. Uh, Sister Dulce Maria mm -hmm. over at Cypress Springs puts on Las Posadas every day, every uh, year, mm -hmm. and it's the journey of the wise men. I don't know that much about it, but I've heard it's a wonderful event with the family, and you bring your kids out there, and it's a... Uh, I 
opportunity to where you can uh, kind of go with the mm-hmm. shepherds and find baby Jesus. Yeah. So it's really neat. If you uh, want more information, uh, we're going to put it on our calendar, but it will be Sunday, December 3rd from 3 to 5 p.m. at Cypress Springs in Baton Rouge. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much. You can go to ccmedia.live to check out both of these events. But our first guest, Tommy Moran, joins us. He's a president of Good Shepherd School in New Orleans, and he's talking about their upcoming gala. Good morning, Tommy. Thanks for being with us today. Good morning. How are you? I am doing great because we are discussing the best dressed gala to help benefit Good Shepherd School. Tell us a little bit about it. It's going to be exciting. So exciting that I'm a participant in it myself. It's um, going to be Saturday, December 2nd at the New Orleans Marriott. And it's a twist on what we used to do with our Dancing with the Stars event for so many years. We'll have 20 models, mm-hmm. and, and the winners are the ones who raise the most funds. But it's it's a exciting time. It'll be fast-paced. We've got entertainment by the band Paper Chase. Our models are all being dressed by uh, the males, by John's Tuxedos. And then uh, Dolce and Chatterbox are dressing the ladies, and it's going to be uh, it's fun, and it's it's all for the mission of the Good Shepherd School and Catholic education in inner cities, and this Father Harry Thompson's dream, and to know that every year we've got to raise 1.5 million to cover the gap not covered by the state voucher program. This is a huge part of that. So wow. uh, tickets and sponsorships are always available. This is a going to be a event at the Marriott that's going to bring excitement to the city and attention to the mission. So it's local celebrities, and there's a whole list of them as well. They're going to be pretty much all glammed up and, and at the top of the best of the best when it comes to fashion, and they're going to be raising funds for the Good Shepherd School. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about the mission of the Good Shepherd School in New Orleans? Father Harry Thompson founded the Good Shepherd School in 2001. He actually died four months before it opened. It's to help families break the cycle of intergenerational poverty. Uh, There's no tuition charge. Our tuition is all covered by the generosity of others. Uh, We're a member of the state voucher program, which covers about 55% of our budget. And it's expensive education. It's um, James Baldwin used to say, anyone who has ever struggled with poverty knows how extremely expensive it is to be poor. And, uh, the costliness of the issues that students come into our building with that we have to address, social, emotional, and trauma. We've got social workers, two social workers, a school nurse, academic interventionist. It's costly, and it's, it's something that needs to be addressed and needs to be done. Um, and our kids, when they come to us, get all the education they need, faith-based education. It's centered in, in Jesus and, and the Catholic faith, and it's, it gives them the opportunity to become all they were created to be. And to think now we have 239 mm-hmm. graduates, um, 148 in the local high schools, 19 have finished their college degrees. Uh, one's his fourth year of medical school. We've got an attorney. We've got oh. uh, teachers. And it's, you know, almost 65 more are in college and will be completing their degrees. I mean, lives are being changed. And it's, if you mm-hmm. Google Catholic inner city schools closing, it is, um, mm. it, it, it takes you aback. And I, I did that the other day just before meeting with a donor. And it's, can Catholic schools be saved? And it's the lost classroom, the lost community. And if there's no schools, there's no church. The depth of that hits. Uh, so we, we can never stop. And that was Father Harry Thompson's dream. And, and that's what we carry on every day, this legacy. Uh, 
he knew something special was in the inner cities and inner cities is, is where Catholic education in many cases started. And I always look back at the religious orders, prominent religious mm -hmm. orders in our country that are in education. They all started educating those impoverished communities, the orphans. Uh, this is where we have to be. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we can't run away from yeah. it. We have to run to it. Uh, and it is challenging, but 23 years, we're going to make this happen for another 23, another 23 after that. You're doing it, and the Good Shepherd School has such success and is helping children uh, receive a quality Catholic education. Tommy, thank you so much for being with us. Tell us one more time, where can we go to find out more information about the Best Dressed Gala and to help support the Good Shepherd School? TheGoodShepherdSchool.org. Uh, individual tickets are $150. Sponsorships starting at $500 all the way up to $10,000. Those are all available online. And we would love to have everybody there. This is an important night for our mission, an important night for our community, yeah. an important night for Catholic education. Perfect. Thank you so much, Tommy Moran, president of Good Shepherd School in New Orleans. Thank you so much for being with us. You can find more information at ccmedia.live. Well, we have Mario Costabile joining us when we return from the break to talk about vocations. It is 15 past the hour on Wake Up. This is Franciscan Media's Saint of the Day for November 20th. Today we celebrate Saint Rose Philippine Duchesne. Born into a wealthy French family in 1769, Rose learned political skills from her father and a love of the poor from her mother. Without telling her parents, she entered the convent at age 19 and remained despite their opposition. As the French Revolution broke out, the convent was closed. She began taking care of the poor and sick, opened a school for street urchins, and risked her life helping priests in the underground. Later, Rose tried unsuccessfully to revive religious life at the old convent. Joining the young Society of the Sacred Heart with three other nuns, she soon became superior of the novitiate. Longing to go to America and work among the Indians, Rose and her sisters were sent instead to a Missouri settlement that offered almost every frontier hardship imaginable. In poor health at age 72, Rose finally got her lifelong wish when a new mission was founded at Sugar Creek, Kansas, among the Potawatomi tribe. Although unable to learn their language, the people embraced Rose and honored her with the name Woman Who Prays Always. Mother Rose Duchesne died in 1852 and was canonized in 1988. There's more about the saints along with inspiration and Catholic resources at our website, saintoftheday.org. From Franciscan Media, this has been Saint of the Day. Happy Monday, everyone. 18 after the hour. Gabby Smith, Damian Collado with you this morning on Wake Up. So glad you could join us. With us now, Mario Constable. He is executive producer of Array of Hope. It's a channel that talks about uh, a number of different things when it comes to the Catholic faith, in particular vocations. And I'm really interested to hearing about what Mario has to say and what this documentary is all about. Good morning, Mario, and welcome to Wake Up. Good morning. Good morning. Great so, to be with you. So uh, I, I want to get into vocations, but before we do, let everyone know what a ray of hope is, because you guys have a mission that I was unaware of until I knew uh, I was prepping for the interview. You guys have a lot going on. Share with everyone what, what a ray of hope is. Well, thank you. Yeah. 
Well, we are an apostolate that evangelizes through multimedia concerts, events, films, and music. So we can do an event at a parish or a school, and uh, we use the all we use music, we use witness, we use films, uh, but we also create films for Catholic television and Catholic media, and we create music. So uh, if it has to do with media of any kind of form, that's what we do, and, and media is really our conduit to delivering the message of Christ. Well, it's apparent you saw the need for vocations. Uh, we have to yeah. build that. Yeah. I mean, looking back back in the 70s, there were, what, 60,000 priests uh, across right. this That's country? Right. Now it's That's roughly right. half of that. Marriage That's is going right. down right. as far as uh, things are concerned. Fewer That's number right. of kids being born in Catholic families. Yeah. We've, we've yeah. got a lot of work to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have this channel and app, the Array of Hope channel, and um, there was a, a priest from one of our local dioceses, the Diocese of Patterson, uh, Father Richard Carlton, who had mentioned to us that, you know, that, you know, that we're struggling with vocations in America, and I wasn't aware of it myself. And when he shared it with our team and our director, um, uh, Ryan Dever, uh, we had said that, you know what, maybe we should take, you know, we should take a stab at this and uh, draw the attention to what vocation is, uh, the beauty of offering your life up for Christ as a priest, as a man. And uh, that's when we, you know, we, we took this journey, which was about a year and a half ago. Wow. Uh, how yeah. Was it tough getting uh, things put together? Because you guys are based out of New Jersey, right? Yeah, we're based out of New Jersey. It, was, it wasn't tough. You know, they, what we did is we profiled... Uh, about six uh, men, uh, some are, were already priests, mm -hmm. some uh, were in seminary, uh, some were about to be ordained, and then also some discerned out of the, uh, seminary and out of the priesthood into becoming, uh, you know, husbands and, and other ordinary other positions in life. So we had a cross-section. We wanted it to be very real. We wanted it to be sort of guttural in the sense that shooting from the hip, really revealing the honesty uh, and the beauty of what it means to discern it and what that calling feels and sounds like. So I think we captured that in that in this film because it really, uh, these men are, are beautiful. Uh, I think the, um, the young men that are discerning and entering the priesthood now are, are really, they're of a different breed. You know, they're, they're up against uh, a lot of, of, of really, they're up against a lot of distractions and a lot of discouragement from their families and even the culture to enter the priesthood. So these men are very devout, they're very mm. serious, uh, and they're very committed to, you know, to offering their life up for Christ. What do you suggest for uh, folks, parents who may have a, a son uh, that they would love to see uh, enter the priesthood? Uh, what do you suggest for them or just anyone in general to encourage young men uh, to, to possibly enter the seminary? Well, look, the priests are the bloodline of our, you know, of our church, right? Without, without priests, we have no sacraments. Without sacraments, we have no connection to God. Uh, and um, I would encourage uh, parents, I would encourage, encourage really uh, the laity to be open to um, encouraging men uh, to hear that calling, to investigate that calling, because it doesn't necessarily always end up to becoming a priest. Often, right. in the, in one of the men that we, we profiled you know, he became a better father. He became a better following person of Christ mm -hmm. when he entered the seminary. He was aware uh, and became uh, very apparent to a vocation being a little bit different than what the priesthood would be, and made him a better, really like a better parent. So I would encourage people to um, 
really just to encourage them to investigate that possibility, because it doesn't always lead to priesthood, Mm -hmm. uh, and it often will make that person a stronger Catholic, a stronger faithful person in Christ, and also a better man. Yeah. So, Yeah. um, yeah, I would encourage all that. And marriage is a vocation as well. So That's right, 100%. Uh, if they want to see the documentary, where do they go? Yeah, thanks for asking. So the Array of Hope channel and app is, um, actually, if you just Google Array of Hope, A-R-R-A-Y of Hope, you'll see that our apostolate comes up, and then you'll see the Array of Hope channel. Just click on it. It's just like, um, it's like a, a Netflix of Catholic television. Um, and... Um, you would basically just subscribe to it like any other uh, sort of uh, subscription platform. Uh, it's free, uh, and then you'll be able to see the documentary. Uh, it's available on Roku and Apple TV, and all, it's available on your phone. So you could see it on any sort of um, medium, uh, and even on your desktop if you'd like. And, and that's the best way I would recommend to finding it, because that, that way anyone could search for it and find it. How long has Array of Hope been around, Mario? We, we started in 2010. Uh, you know, it started with a desire. Uh, I'm a music and film producer for over 40 years in the secular space, and uh, I had her calling myself, you know, to change my um, direction in life and to offer my gifts and talents for the church. So we first started by doing these multimedia concerts, and then we moved into developing Catholic content, and then we moved in, you know, creating music. So uh, we've been around, I, yes. it's hard to believe, but uh, we're going on our 14th year. That's great. And uh, mm, yeah. do you go all across the country with your concerts? And if so, we share do. with everyone what the experience would be like and maybe how they can line up a concert with you. Yeah, we're all we're a national apostolate. Uh, I think just going to our website and investigating, you know, what the Array of Hope concert experience is. Essentially, it's a multimedia family-based event that uh, journeys through the three theological virtues: faith, hope, and love, and landing on the importance of prayer and a relationship with Christ. It's very entertaining. It's like a Broadway show. It involves music and and witness of the faith. And uh, we also do other things. We're, we've aligned ourselves with the uh, USCCB and Bishop. Your cousins with the Eucharistic revival. We have a three-day mission, Eucharistic mission called Behold, that we do all around the country as well, and we travel with the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, uh, and we also do a lot of you know confirmation retreats, you know, in the tri-state area. So you know, regarding events, those are our three sort of flagship events that we do. Um, so we range from doing youth events to you know family events to missions that are very Eucharistic centric. So if one wants to partner or bring you into their church parish, yeah. they go online and start filling in the blanks and things of that nature? Yeah, yeah. You, you go on our website, arrayofhope.org, and essentially you would, um, you know, you'd navigate to what kind of program you're looking for. Our website is laid out very, very simply, and, and you click on if you're interested in the concert or a retreat, or the three-day mission, or watching any of our content on our channel. We have hundreds and hundreds of films on our channel, and we, we've partnered with other lay apostolates, and we've partnered with the Knights of Columbus. We, have, we, we carry a lot of their films. So there's a lot of content Thanks. on our channel that, uh, and on our website that could certainly help people in their faith formation, help them in their journey to, the, to, to hopefully have an experience you know, with Christ. 
It's a wonderful mission that you put yeah, together. Did you. you get together with other Catholics, uh, or this was something you established for yourself? Because I'm intrigued, because uh, yeah. getting something like this off the ground and, and being Catholic, you get a lot of pushback sometimes. Yeah, you know, I mean, look, you know, I I, it, I was in my 50s when I when I heard this call to try to, to do this. Uh, I had a, a a uh, person that I co, um, you know, I co-founded this with Greg Freeborg, who's now in Texas, uh, and you know, we were just committed. We were two Catholic men that just wanted to do something for the church. And uh, being in media, I had a desire to, you know, to step up the quality and 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 really make the deliverable really beautiful and and powerful, high quality. So people were attracted, you know, to the message. I mean, I think often as Catholics, we 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 compromise and settle. Uh, in the deliverable, and and often I think, uh, not often I am certain that people are not become not interested in the me- very message that could save them because of the way it's delivered and presented. If it's uh, if it's of high quality and competes with what the messaging is in the secular space with television and movies, uh, people are more intrigued to listen. And 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 once they respect the conduit or the way it's delivered, they'll say, Oh my gosh. This is Christian. Oh, oh my goodness! This is Catholic. Often, our greatest compliment is to say, "Are you guys Catholic?" I said, "Yeah, yeah, we are." <laughs> you know, and, and I, I find that amusing because it's like they're not often, uh, which is sad for Catholics, is that they don't anticipate the quality to be good. Uh, and I think it's getting much, much better. There are other apostles out there that are really yeah. pumping things up and doing a great job. Exactly. Well, you're doing yeah. a great job putting forth the truth of Christ and, and getting Thank the you. Word of God you out in all, all the things. Well. well, we appreciate that. And uh, Mario, uh, again, website real quick so people can go and check out the new documentary, Vocations, yeah. along yeah. with all the other things that you have available, yeah. because it's, it is an array of hope, I will say that. Yes. Thank you. It's A-R-R-A-Y, we spell it differently, ofhope.org. Mario Constabile, thank you so much for being with us. Executive producer of Array of Hope. Have a great Thanksgiving. You too. God bless you guys. God bless you. I tell you what, I went to the website not knowing (laughs) what what Array of Hope was, and they are doing a lot of work, and I would recommend any church parish uh, probably could use it as a fundraiser, but man, just liven up the youth in your community and the people mm-hmm. in your community. Uh, good, good uh, efforts there. All right, Catherine Weiner, it's coming our way in just a moment. Thirty-five after the hour. Welcome back to Wake Up, Damian Colano, Gabby Smith, and with us now, Catherine Weiner. Uh, Communications Coordinator of Catholic Charities and the Diocese of Baton Rouge, here to talk about Adopt-A-Family during the Christmas holidays. And Catherine, welcome to Wake Up, and how's your preparation for Thanksgiving coming? (laughs) Good morning. (laughs) Thank you all for having me on. Um, You know, luckily I don't cook for Thanksgiving. I'm I'm just the... uh, the consumer, so <laughs> I don't have to do much for Thanksgiving. But uh, yeah, actually, Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. 
It, I love all the food. So me I'm too. I'm excited about it. Me too. I, I, I get frustrated when I see all the Christmas holiday stuff going up, and we haven't even gotten to Thanksgiving yet. And I, I kind of just shake my head. We have so much to be thankful for, no matter what we're faced with. And uh, I, I hate to see that holiday just kind of breeze on by. But anyway, we are here to talk about Christmas and helping those in need. Share with us a little bit about what your organization does each and every year to help needy families during the holidays. Yes, so we have Community Christmas, and it's where we pair up uh, families and businesses and organizations with families in need for the Christmas holiday. Now, during COVID, of course, we were only doing gift cards, but last year we went back to our clients creating wish lists, and sponsors are able to shop off of those wish lists if they like. Um, So everything is online. Um, we registered over 500 families this year, y'all. So um, we have a, a, yeah, the need is, is very big this year, very great. So, um, you know, we're trying to make sure that all those families have, have a nice Christmas. And um, our clients range from grandparents raising grandchildren. You know, mm-hmm. a, a lot of um, elderly people are on fixed incomes, and so Christmas can be a very um, stressful and hard time for them, especially if they're raising, you know, teenagers and, um, and kids. So, um, a lot of our clients are, you know, grandparents raising grandchildren. We have, um, some single moms who are, um, you know, just looking to help make their kids Christmases special. And, um, you know, we do include the, the adults on the, on the wish list as well. Um, just as much as the kids like receiving Christmas gifts, they light up when they see their parents, you know, getting gifts mm-hmm. and be able to open up gifts as well. So, um, you know, you're able to search whether you want uh, one single person or if you want a family. Um, you're able to search by zip code if you want to um, sponsor a family that's close to you. Um, like I said, everything is done online um, at catholiccharitiesbr.org. Um, and you click on that banner at the top, and it'll take you to the Christmas website. So, um, now, our deadline to sponsor a family is November 28th. So it's coming up. Um, wow, it's and, close. And, yeah, it's close this year. Um, so we're, we're trying to – now, we're not going to cut off the list if, you know, mm-hmm. we, but we're trying to make sure that we get the gifts to the family in time and uh, – Mm-hmm. You know so, that they're able to uh, so if, to get what they need. If I want to uh, sponsor a family, tell me what is entailed. Uh, do I donate an X amount of money? Do I run out and go get the gifts and bring them to the diocese somewhere? Help me out with the the process on your end and what a family is going to have to do and and i like the idea by the way of you not just a gift for for the children but maybe for the parent as well because you know hey they they celebrate christmas too right and you know just just a a tidbit our the wish list that come from the adults are like necessities y'all they're asking for sheets they're asking for towels they're asking for um everyday Mm -hmm. things like that um and so that just kind of shows you, you know, where these families are at it and what their needs are. But it's very easy to sponsor a family. You just go on the website, um, catholiccharitiesbr.org. You can click the banner um, that says Christmas at the top. And like I said, you can go through and you can um, 
determine what kind of family you want. Um, if you want a single person, a, a single mom with kids, um, and once you sponsor the family, each family is assigned a number. And so once you choose a family you want, um, you'll receive an email with their wish list, um, instructions for wrapping the gift, the gifts, and delivery dates and address. Okay. So um, the delivery dates this year for sponsors to drop off gifts is um, December 12th through the 15th, and then we'll open up again the 18th and the 19th. Now, I don't know if you all heard, but we recently purchased a warehouse. Uh, that we were really excited about for our food program, and so that's where the drop-off um, will be. Okay. Um, it's off of Corsi Boulevard, and um, like I said, sponsors will receive that specific address once they submit that they're um, sponsoring the family. Great. Now, the items um, on the wish list are intended as suggestions only. You do not have to purchase everything on the, on the list, mm-hmm. um, and we also accept gift cards. Yeah. So, um, and, and we're, you know, we're suggesting $50 a person if you decide to do the gift card route. So the bottom line is you got till November 28th to get your gift list and then you still mm-hmm. have time to go out and shop. I was trying to envision getting everything done by the 28th, but really oh, you've got no, another no. two weeks yeah. or so to, to go out and get the gifts that you need for those on, on your list. Yes, and um, like I said, it's wrapped gifts. So uh, sponsors just wrap the gift, and they put their family number on it. They come drop them off, and then once it's dropped off, checked in, we call the client. We say, hey, you know, your gifts are in. Please come pick them up. Um, and, it, you know, it's just a really good feeling for everybody oh, all around. Exactly. Like the, the sponsors mm. feel great. The families are super thankful and grateful, and um, it's just a really good way to kick off the holiday season. Do you normally get a lot of businesses participating? We do get um, we do get a couple businesses that participate every year, and they'll uh, sponsor you know a few families. A lot, some of the churches as well, like Our Lady of Mercy, um, St. George. They'll uh, go ahead and sponsor you know a few families at a time and um, knock some of those out. So, um, but all the ones that are left. Um, you know, we've we've assigned the churches and the, and the big businesses that so we have. Let me look. I think we have uh, close to three hundred families still available. Okay. So we're trying to well, let's try to make sure that yeah, let's let's get those families taken care of. We're talking to Catherine mm-hmm. Weider, uh, she is communications coordinator at Catholic Charities in the Diocese of Baton Rouge, and their Christmas program uh, for the holidays, helping needy families, and at the same time. Uh, there's a, your faithful mobile pantry. Yeah, it's got to be busy this time of year as well. Yes, yeah, so that that program is booming. We started it off as a pilot program last year, um, and y'all, the food security in our area is just is through the roof. You really um, want to you don't know about it until you're in it, and so um, one out of every five people. Uh, suffer from food insecurity in our diocese area, um, and just in East Baton Rouge alone, it's one out of four. Uh, one out of every four children uh, face food insecurity. So um, that program, we work with the food bank of Baton Rouge, and uh, we we fill thirty pound food boxes once a month, and so families are able to register and they're able to. Um, you know, we distribute those boxes once a month. Um, we, like I said, we recently purchased a warehouse. So we're super excited about that. We're we're looking for donations uh, 
you know, to get freezers and forklifts. And so we have the building now. So now we just have to uh, work on. Yeah, you're going to create your own storage area as well for for those in need when it comes to food. And believe me, right now with the way inflation is and the need, uh, just talking to uh, Michael Caldo over at St. Vincent de Paul, their numbers Mm -hmm. are skyrocketing right now. So I know the need is there. I love the fact that you're able to go into the communities and help them out. And that's a a wonderful gift that you provide for the Diocese of Baton Rouge. Uh, Catherine, real quick, where does one go if they want to adopt a family for the Christmas holidays. To sponsor a family, go to CatholicCharitiesBR.org and click on that that Christmas banner at the top, and it'll take you right there. We're also promoting heavily on social media, so follow us on our pages there, and um, we'll have updated information about what's going on at Catholic Charities. It's been a pleasure being with you this morning. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Thank you so much. I'll have a happy Thanksgiving as well. All righty. That's Catherine Weider, Communications Coordinator of Catholic Charities in the Diocese of Baton Rouge. Don't go too far because Gabby's going to be talking to Sister Mary Joseph in just a moment here on Wake Up. It is 48 past the hour. You're tuning your heart to the truth. I'm Gabby Smith along with Damian Colado. And we're about ready to just get out our colored pencils and relax for the day because we have Sister Mary Joseph Peterson joining us. And Damien has already started coloring in his new coloring book because that's what we're talking about today. What Child Is This? A Coloring Book for Prayer and Meditation. Good morning, Sister Mary Joseph. Thank you for being with us today. Good morning, Gabby. (laughs) Tell us a little bit about this wonderful coloring book that uh, really helps us focus on the reason for the season? Well, we decided to do a Christmas coloring book as one sister shared with me when uh, she likes to color coloring books. And she was looking for a religious Christmas coloring book and she couldn't find one anywhere. Mm -hmm. So we thought, oh, there really is a need for this. So we decided to do one. And um, we looked at various public domain Christmas carols. And I picked out what child Mm -hmm. is this because it's, um, lends itself to be more illustratable. Yeah. Well, it's so interesting, Sister Mary. I have found that uh, coloring books, especially for adults, have become more and more popular because people are realizing that it really helps them kind of take all the stresses out for a little bit and focus on what's on paper. So talk about how we can color, but also meditate on uh, what we can find in your coloring book. Well, this one is is kind of special to me. Um, First of all, I think what makes it more unique than any other coloring book you're ever going to get is that as Daughters of St. Paul, we pray for everyone who's going Mm -hmm. to receive our publications. So even before Mm -hmm. you open that book, you've been prayed for. Um, Mm -hmm. Another thing that's unique about it, um, there, there are so many different motifs for Christmas and I needed to try to narrow it down. So I decided that since it is um, a British Renaissance folk song, to use that as my visual imagery, that backdrop of medieval Renaissance. Um, so you'll see that the costumes of the figures, um, the elements that I chose for the graphics, they all reflect that. 
And also there's one page uh, towards the middle that explains the symbolism and why I chose the images that I did. Very nice. So how long did it take you to draw these pictures and compose this coloring book? Well, that's a long story. <laughs> um, it, it, took, it took a number of years just because of various situations that were going on in the publishing house. Wow. But um, the actual inking, the final part of it, I did do traditional mediums. It's not done on the computer. So it was hand-drawn, mm. pen and ink. And mm. that I started the fall of 2022. And I finished around... March of 2023. Wow. Okay. How long have you been drawing? Oh, most of my life. Yes. And for various... Um, Very nice. I did have some study time and uh, doing design work, and now I'm doing illustrating full-time. Well, I have to say that this is a perfect uh, book, and honestly, when you step into Pauline Books and Media, you're immediately flooded with just joy from the sisters who just want to help you and find you exactly what you're looking for. It's children and people of all ages, honestly. Sister Mary, who is this, what is the age group for the coloring book? Well, originally the audience um, that I had in mind when I was doing it was for adults. And then as um, the publishing house was looking at it in the marketing, they felt that it was really something that could be used by families, particularly to help prepare for Christmas during Advent and also to celebrate yeah. Christmas. So even the, there are some pages that aren't quite as detailed, so younger children could do them. But. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, like the page with baby Jesus on it. How, I want to know what inspired you to come up with the features of baby Jesus. In other words, it, in your mind, it's apparent this is what you envision baby Jesus to look like. You know, I think Jesus is one of the hardest persons to draw. You're right. <laughs> how, how do you even know, right? Yeah. But go ahead. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of what came out. I'll just put it that okay. way. <laughs> Sister, are there any future publications in the works? I know this one took you a while, and there were some challenges along the way, but do you have anything that uh, you're working on for future? Um, well, in the plans, uh, we have a children's, prayer book that I had illustrated a number of years ago, and we're going to be revising that. But that'll take a number of years for to get through that. Great. Wonderful. Sister Mary Joseph Peterson of the Daughters of St. Paul, where can our listeners go and pick up their coloring book, What Child Is This? A Coloring Book for Prayer and Meditation. Well, if they're near uh, Pauline Books and Media, they can go into the book center and mm -hmm. the sisters will help you. And if not... Um, we have our web store at www.paulinestore.com. Wonderful. And there is one, if you're over in the Louisiana area, there's one in Metairie right off of Veterans Boulevard across from Target. So you can go and talk to the sisters, pick up a Catholic Radio bumper sticker while you're there, and maybe step into their Adoration Chapel and, and, and do a little Christmas shopping. So thank you so much, Sister Mary Joseph Peterson, for being with us today. Oh, thank you, Gabby. God bless you. All right, you and it's too. very affordable. Hey, Damien, real quick. Yeah, it's only four ninety five for the book. 
Yeah, and 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 I know that there's so many events happening in our listening area. I know it's a busy time of year for so many people, but if you're having that Advent mission or day of reflection and prayer, maybe that Christmas program, uh, you can actually send it to us for free and we'll post it on our website calendar at ccmedia.live. It's a highly viewed calendar. So many people look at it and send us events. And it's free advertisement for you and your parish. And we love to talk about it on our morning show during our event segment. So you can go and do that uh, at ccmedia.live. So it's a wonderful opportunity yeah, uh, to as reach a matter, more people and to tell them. As a matter of fact, there is an Advent evening of prayer and song with the Regnum Christi Music Collective. It's going to be taking place Sunday, December 17th at St. Peter Catholic Church. And that's in Covington. And they're a very active church. Uh, as I said, Sunday, December 17th, it'll begin at 6.45 and at 8.30. And you could expect a beautiful evening of guided prayer, song directed by members of the Regnum Christi Music Collective. That's the title of their group. And it'll prepare your mm-hmm. heart for Christmas. And really, that's what Advent is all about. Right, Gap? Yeah. Wonderful. Yes, absolutely. I can't believe that we are at the end of our show. What a jam-packed, guest-filled lineup. So uh, it's been a good one. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up our day, as always, with prayer. And we hope you have a wonderful day. Stay dry if you can, because that front is coming. In the name of the Father, Son, Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, you alone are the center of which we find rest. Give us your arms to support us, your shoulders to carry us, your breast to lean upon, your cross to uphold us, your body to nourish us. In you, Lord, we sleep and rest in peace. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining us. We'll catch you back here tomorrow at 7 a.m. Central Time. We have events in our listening area we will give you details about. Again, they can be found at our website at ccmedia.live. Bishop Michael Duca of the Diocese of Baton Rouge will update us on what's happening in the diocese and getting us ready for the Feast of Christ the King, which is only days away and preparing us for Advent. Father Jeffrey Kirby joins us to talk about his new book, Year with the Pope Daily Meditations. And Katie Bogner, Catholic author, will talk about a new book for the family called All About Advent and Christmas, Sharing the Seasons of Hope and Wonder with Children. Have a wonderful Monday and a great start to your week. God bless. is a production of Catholic Community Media.